This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. Healing takes you from a place of pain, abuse, violence, rejection, and abandonment to a place of hope, healing, and power. All aboard with your author, activist, advocate, and friend, man of purpose himself, and your host for the evening, Mr. J.R. Radio.com. Go right there to the left-hand side. The column that says Hope and Healing. 
and you're able to join us uh, simply uh, by clicking on whichever show that you'd like to listen to. And I'm so glad that you're with us. Now, those of you that may also be listening by Internet and you desire to email me or uh, comment a question or you have something you'd like to say to us, you always reach us by emailing us at at, uh, jficklin at soulofamericaradio.com. Let me repeat that again. That's the letter, J. Thicklin, T-H-I-C-K-L-I-N, at soulofamericaradio.com. That is how you can reach us, and that is where we'll get your message. If you have a comment, a question, even that you might ask off air, we'll make sure that we convey that uh, to you. We're excited to be back today. There's so many things that are happening around us, a loss, uh, abuse, violence. There's just so much that seemingly have occurred over the last month that uh, uh, perhaps we didn't get a chance to talk about in my absence, but hopefully there was some good discussion going on. I am eternally grateful uh, to the founder and president of the Soul of America Radio Network, Mr. Tony Stallings, uh, for just being just truly uh, a yeoman in everything. He has been there. He has, uh, he has set in for me. He has made sure that the air uh, that the show has gone on and that you've gotten a chance to still hear some of the best of hope and healing, a journey to wholeness. And having said that, I'm so glad you have not missed a beat, and I'm so glad that you're with me tonight. I'm tonight with a new burst of energy because of the fact that this issue of domestic violence, abuse, loss, abandonment, rejection, those things are very near to my heart, and they affect every family. They affect every individual in so many ways. And I want you to know that until we stand up, until we break the silence on the violence, there will not be any progress made. So that's what I offer to you today. I want you to do something for me. Text a friend, call a friend or neighbor, let them know that Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, is on the airway. And they can reach us by simply calling area code 323-784-9638. That's how they get in. Now, if they'd like to be a guest, simply hit one on the keypad that let us know that you want to be on the air, and we will get you on the air with us. Now, those that are listening by way of Internet, www.soulofamericaradio.com. That's soulofamericaradio.com, and I want you to put that in. Simply go to the left-hand side. Go to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, and hit the live the live button. That means that you're coming in on the live broadcast and not listening to one that was previous. But I'm so excited to have you with us. So many that are listening all across the nation. I want to say to you, thank you for your prayers and your support during my time of bereavement and my time of loss. And uh, as we move forward, you know, I do everything I do, not only in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but in honor of my mother, uh, Ollie Ficklin, and in honor of my father, Johnny Ficklin. And I'm, uh, you know, may they both rest in peace. And I'm so honored to be a part of their legacy tonight. And I'm so honored to be a part of what I believe that um, um, that God would have me to do. So having said that, beloved, that's so much to talk about tonight. So there's so many places to catch up on, so many things that have occurred. And I'm talking about so many things uh, that have occurred over the last few weeks, over the last few months. I am telling you, absolutely, there has been a number of things that happen. And it's kind of hard to give one thing attention without getting other. Uh, uh, so when we look at what's going on tonight, we have to understand uh, there are so many things that have occurred, and people react to things differently. People react to things in a way that they find to be um, something that they can handle. But I want you to know tonight that there is so much uh, that have occurred. Uh, we've seen so many domestic violence homicide that have occurred over the last few weeks that's making national news. We've seen so many things happen in terms of abduction, 
that is making national news. And those things are, uh, you know, those are things that we have to look to. Those are things that we respect. And those are the things that we continue to be an advocate about because of the fact, regardless of the profile, regardless of who they are, regardless of who's involved, the life of someone is affected for area, for forever. The life of somebody is affected forever. And we're about making sure that people's lives are not taken for granted. We're about making sure that there's going to be hope and healing for those that are affected by the issue of the So I just want to say to you that, uh, you know, things uh, uh, are really important. And uh, we just want you to know that we are part of that advocacy that will continue to raise awareness about this very important subject matter. And we'd like for you to join that team. Be a part of what's happening. And I want to reach out tonight to everyone that's listening, but to brothers, to men. Yeah. To men that are out there, I want to reach out to you tonight because I want you to be a great part of what's going on. I want you to be a part of what's going on here. I want you to to uh, sound that alarm. I want you to stand up. I want I want the world to know that there are men, there are men uh, that are that are standing on the front line, making a difference uh, in this issue of domestic violence. And because when we stand up as men, it sends a profound message, uh, uh, you know, of our stance and what we are about. So I ask that you would just stand. I ask that you would share. I ask that you would uh, make sure that everyone knows you, know that you stand against abuse. There is no excuse for abuse. If you're listening tonight, I want you to just simply do one thing for me. Make it known to each and every one, excuse me, everyone that you know that Hope and Healing is on the airway, that is on the air, and that we are about making a difference. We're about Hope and Healing. Because we don't always just get over something immediately. You know, there are things that take time. We need to heal. There needs to be healing that takes place in our lives. There needs to be a healing for our soul. There needs to be a healing for our mind. And it doesn't always happen overnight, beloved. It is something that oftentimes that it may take a long time to get over. But we must be diligent. And we must be diligent inside of the faith. Uh, we must be diligent inside of what we do. We must be diligent inside of the things that we say, and we must go about those things in a way that's going to make a difference like never before. So I'm saying to you today, share that message with somebody. Don't allow it to go unheard. Join us right now, area code 323-784-9638. That's how you can reach us, area code 323-784-9638. That's how you can join us right here on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Uh, we're here for you tonight, and like I said, if you'd like to be a guest, simply hit the number one on the keypad, and we'll be so glad to have you tonight. There's so many things I want to be able to cover tonight, and I'll get to them in just a little bit. Um, but as we continue to look at the fact of how do we get over, how do we move on, move on beyond the pain and the hurt, and I don't want to ever uh, lend any notion that it's a matter of, uh, you know, clapping your heels together three times or a matter of spinning around three times and it's over with, because, no, healing is a process. Healing is a process that, that takes time. Healing is by no means something that just happens overnight. Uh, forgiveness is not something that always happens overnight. Forgiveness takes time. Uh, it takes time for some people to forgive. That doesn't make them evil. That doesn't make them terrible people. It's simply a, tr- a, a truth. 
it takes time for some people to forgive after they have been wronged in one way or another. So when we ask a victim to forgive, we got to understand that is not a commandment. We can't just command them to forgive right then. We must allow patience to have its perfect work and that God will deal with them and that forgiveness will come in time. Yes, forgiveness is a great part of the healing, but also we have to understand that it cannot be rushed. Eric code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. Eric code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That's how you reach us right here. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at jficklin at soulofamericaradio dot com. That's the letter J T H I C K L I N at soulofamericaradio dot com. That is how you can reach us today, and that's uh, that's the line, the all important line to reach us. So tonight, as we get ready to get into some very important subject matter. I simply want to make sure that as you listen to us, that you understand the cry and the hurt and the pain that is out there, that you understand that what's going on right now is something that we cannot dare remain silent about. People's lives are being affected by everything that you can imagine. Families, children, generation after generation are suffering at the hand of of the domestic violence and abuse and loss that is happening family members, entire families that are being destroyed as a result of it, things that are done in the name of love that are, that are happening. And we have so much that we need to cover and need to share. And I tell you that uh, just the other week as I was reading and I heard about the suicide uh, pact between a young man and a young woman there in New York who actually jumped. Could you imagine this? They jumped into the pathway of a speeding train, 80 miles per hour, because they felt that uh, – the family member of the young lady did not like the young man, uh, did not approve of him. And as a result of it, they themselves decided to uh, end it all, end it all, folks, and left the little child behind. This is the type of mentality that we're dealing with today, that people respond to pressure, respond to life situation in different ways. We have to be ready with the right answer, the answer of hope. The answer that will make a difference, the answer that will cause one to reevaluate where they're going, reevaluate themselves, because this is a major issue. This is a major undertaking, and, and I want us to get there. I want us to have that opportunity to share with one another. I want us to understand how critically important this issue is. So that is what we'd like to do tonight. Join us, Eric code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. Eric code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. That is how you can reach us, and we're so glad to have you as you join us here tonight on Hope and Healing: A Journey to Wholeness. And uh, that's the thing that we're excited about. We're excited about the fact of being able to make a difference. We're excited about the fact of being able to bring change around the world. We're uh, we're excited about bringing healing to those that are hurting. We are simply excited about it. And as we get excited about it, guess what, folks? Excuse me. It makes a difference. It makes a difference in how we handle things. It makes a difference in how people see us. It makes a difference in how uh, we see ourselves. It makes a difference for someone who's on the verge of giving up. So I'm simply saying to you, don't give up. Don't give in. Understand this is a serious issue. Understand that you can make a difference. You are a difference maker inside of this. And for people that are hurting and for people that are going through, they need to know that you're standing with them tonight. That's what this is really about. You can join us, Eric code 323 
784-963-3283-784-963. That is how you reach us tonight. Hope and healing, a journey to wholeness, and uh, we just want you to be a part of it. You know, even as we're uh, here tonight, there's a lot of things I'll get a chance to say later on. I'm just so eternally grateful for what's happening uh, for what's going on now, because I think we're on the side to be able to make a difference. We have to stand for righteousness. We have to stand for something. And if we stand for it, we can make a difference. And that's what I want to express tonight more than anything. Let's stand. Let's stand in that place where we can be difference makers, that we can be people that can make a difference, that we can be people that can sound the alarm, because the alarm needs sounding like never before. We have to be the ones that sound the alarm, make a difference, because when we make a difference, lives around us are changed, and it's so imperative that we do. Man, we're losing people. We're losing We're losing people at an alarming rate simply because we're out of place. We're not where we need to be. We're not standing on the walls, and, and people are dying around us. And one of the most common things that you hear when there's a domestic violence tragedy is the people say, well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know it was that bad. Well, people, let me tell you, it's worse than what you think. Until we stand up, make a difference. Until we stand up and really sound the alarm, we're not going to see the differences that can be made. And that's what it's all about, making a difference, making life count. And this is so important. have a lot of stories on the other side of the break. This is J.R. Thicklin. I thank you for listening to us tonight on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Join us on the other side of the break. You can reach us, area code 323-784-9638, area code 323-784-9638. That's where you can reach us at, and I will see you right on the other side of this break. Thank you so very much. Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness.
We look forward to you joining us over the next few months. Thank you. We're fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Now we return you to your host, J.R. Thickland, in Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And welcome back to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us tonight tonight right here on the Soul of America Radio Network. You're listening live here. Those of you that are listening by way of the Internet, that's www.soulofamericaradio.com. Go right there on the left-hand side to the tab that says Hope and Healing. You may even see a picture of myself there. But hit the uh, live button. That will bring you to the live broadcast and not an archive show that may have already aired. And so that's how you can reach us. Or if you're calling in tonight, you can call in and listen, or you can call in, listen, and be a guest by simply calling the area code 323-784-9638. And if you'd like to be a guest, simply hit the number one on your keypad. I promise we'll be gentle and we'll go easy with you. And uh, we'll answer your question, entertain your story, and our comment. Tonight is open line. That means that we are open to talk about a, a very uh, array and diversity of stories and issues or situations that may be going on right now as issues of domestic violence sexual violence, abuse, spiritual abuse, loss, grief, whatever it might be, we're here tonight because we know that it's a journey to wholeness tonight. Now, those of you that may be, uh, you know, not comfortable in talking on the radio and perhaps you don't want to come live, simply email me tonight at manofpurpose. Excuse me, that's my other email address. Email me at jficklin, that's the letter J, T-H-I-C-K-L-I-N, at soulofamericaradio.com. That's jficklin at soulofamericaradio.com. And if you do that, we'll get the email and we'll get you on the air. Now, if you'd like to have a question or comment, even at this time, simply hit the number one on your keypad, and we will get you live on the air. Our producer will see that you want to talk, and I'll get you live on the air. So we invite you to join us even right now in the midst of this broadcast tonight. I wanted to get to some things tonight that I think is very crucial inside of so many things that are going on in our society today. And that is the issue that so often that we look at domestic violence, and I understand that we are from a criminalization aspect of domestic violence, and that is right, because domestic violence is a crime, it is a problem, it is a situation that is very difficult. But I want us not to be blindsided or let us not uh, forget that there's other phases and other facets of domestic violence, and there's a very human side of this issue. There's a very human, very personal side of this here that, that, that reaches deep down into the souls of individuals because of the fact the issue of betrayal, the issue of hurt, the issue of abandonment, the issue of rejection, the issue of manipulation, the issue
issue of being uh, degraded, all of those things play a great part. And it's not always easy to handle that. So we need to understand that no one is saying that it's easy to get out of an abusive relationship. As a matter of fact, that is one of the reasons that I often love having guests on who are survivors of domestic violence, are survivors of rape, are survivors of incest, or survivors of whatever. Why? Because they know firsthand that it wasn't always easy to get out. There are so many decisions to make. Seemingly, sometimes that you're trapped between make a decision for one thing or the other. Do I lose or do I win? You know, that reminds me of the song. Sometimes you have to lose to win. And sometimes that is exactly what happened. You know, people are choosing between their family, their livelihood, their future, things that they've invested in, uh, things that they have been, uh, things that they've earned. And in order to be safe, in order to have sanity, in order to go forward, they have to literally lose something in order to win, to gain their freedom, to gain their sanity, to gain their liberty, to gain their uh, children, to gain their place in life, to gain their uh, independence. All of those things are very important. Uh, last week, I believe it was, Life, uh, Lifetime uh, actually uh, had a movie based upon the true story called The Pastor's Wife. And this story was, of course, based upon the shooting here just a, a few years ago uh, that took place in a place called Selmer, Tennessee. That's S-E-L-M-E-R. And it was a story of, of the pastor's wife, uh, Mary Winkler, who shot and killed her husband, who was the pastor of a very uh, popular, very prominent church there in Selmer, Tennessee. And, you know, as I didn't get a chance to see the movie. I did follow the story as it was occurring. And it was one of those issues there that uh, I'm not so sure if it left more questions than answer the movie. I caught the last ending of it, and, I, and I've had a uh, conversation with people about it. But it was an interesting thing because of the fact, even in the time of the trial, and, and to have the whole neighborhood, to have the whole town, to have the whole denomination of the church, to someone be against you because of such a horrific act. And, of course, no one is advocating that someone kills anyone. No one is advocating that someone takes someone out. But on the same token, what we're looking at is the fact of how difficult it was inside of what took place here. This was a situation, folks, that uh, this wife, the preacher's wife, was in a position where she knew no one believed her. She knew that no one really believed that she was going through what she was going through. And as a result, many people literally uh, came against her, although she was the primary victim. So I want to just throw it out as a little caveat. We do have a caller on the line that wishes to share, uh, number ending in 0210. We're so glad to have you with us tonight. Welcome to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. You're on the airway. Hey, what's going on, Pastor Stickland? How you doing? I am doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I just... I've been trying to catch the show for a couple of weeks, and uh, I just love to hear you speak. And uh, you always bring some real stuff, you know, for the listeners. And you talk about abuse and neglect and all that good stuff. And um, you know, and it's it's very prevalent in my neighborhood. And where, and, and also, I grew up in a in an environment, and you know, and I just like and. You know, like many others, I just like to hear you talk about it and just raise awareness in the neighborhood and talk about these different things that affect us. I'm, I'm a black man, and um, I'm sure there are many more who suffered in situations like I did, but pretty much won't talk about it. But, hey, that's never here or there. I just wanted to just say, hey, just keep up the good work. I'm proud of you, and um, 
I'm always looking to hear you speak and talk about these serious issues in our community. Well, I appreciate you, and I thank you for the kind words. Don't go anywhere right now because one thing I'm very proud of is the fact that you took the time to actually call in, and as a man and as a black man, to be able to say, look here, I'm glad that you're doing it. That's encouragement to me. But even more so, I'll tell you what's encouraging. It's encouraging that men like yourself that can set up and say, look here, I grew up in that type of environment. This is a neighborhood. These are things that I also saw, and therefore, you know, this is something that needs to be talked about. And I and I just I want to just ask you a question if I could, because number one, I once again I appreciate you as being a black man calling in, because no I doubt. believe no in order in order for us to really make a real difference, it is going to take men standing up and say, look here, this isn't this isn't acceptable. There is no no doubt. And we as men have to do so. And here's something that's going to be controversial, I'm going to say. I understand this is a real issue that have affected women from all over the country for many years. And I understand that this is really the oppression of women have come in different forms and different fashion. But I do believe that they it has to come a time where they have to include those men that will stand up and that will speak out and those men that will take a stand, they have to include them in part of that advocacy and not push those men away because don't make the good men pay the price for the sins of those that are uh, that have done wrong. Yes, sir, I agree 100%. And when I just sit here and hear you speak, I also think about me being a young man growing up seeing my mother being a product of abuse. And, and you know what they say about people who've seen people being abused. They normally say that person grew up to be an abuser if he was abused too. You know what I mean? Exactly. But 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 I can honestly say this, and, and, and I say this all the time when I speak to young kids all the time. In my profession, I also talk about it too. But you can, we, we can, as people, especially black young men, can break this curse all we got to do is not do it, you know, and, and, and yield, you know, yield to that temptation and just simply, in my opinion, simply do it. That's just my opinion. Well, I think you it's know, a great we opinion. We don't have to act on – go ahead. I'm sorry, yes. sir. No, I, I think that's a great opinion. I think you're exactly right. And then you talk about in your profession, you deal with youth, you're talking to young men and young women all the time. And see, I believe that that's where it has to start. It has to start at the ground level because children learn what they live, they live what they learn. And because they learn yes, what sir. they live and they live what they learn, we that th- this impacts them in a way. And until someone begins to set up and say this is not acceptable, this is not the way we conduct uh, our affairs to one another, this is not the way we treat each other, this is not the way it's supposed to be. Until we do that, we're not going to see the things that we need to see. We're not going to see uh, the impact that needs to be made. And the thing Amen. I continue to tell people, you don't have to be necessarily an expert in the field. You just got to be concerned enough to open up and speak <laughs> out against it. <laughs> That's why I like to talk to you, Pastor Thickley, man. This Mike Steele, just in case you don't know the voice. Well, Mike, you know what? I, I, well, listen, I know this, and let me say this. I thought about you earlier, and, and, and listeners, uh, please, uh, 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 you know, just indulge us just for a moment here. This man on the other end of the, uh, of the uh, phone here has been so instrumental inside of what he does. He has a national show himself that is on it's every Thursday, right, Mike? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He has a national show that's on every Thursday, and I'm going to give him an opportunity before he hangs up to tell you even how to contact him on his show. But let me say something to you. The name of his show is called Real Talk, 
And when he yes, says talk, he's not playing. It's not a game. It's not just a fancy phrase. He has real talk. He talks about real issues. He talks about real things. He deals with the ideology of our society, and and he uses those conversations to bring us into accountability, awareness, and yet to engage us. And so I have to tell you that I think it was about two years ago, going on two years ago, that I was a guest yes, on this show, and it was absolutely, listen, it was bananas. It was absolutely incredible. I still archive that show because I remember on that show, it was so powerful. We had callers from everywhere. You had a young lady that called, I believe she was from New York, and she just yes, left sir. us all speechless. She left us speechless yes, with her did. story, uh, what she had gone through, what she saw her sister go through. And it was a repetitive thing that her sister died at the hands of, of her husband, much in wow, the fashion yes. and the yes. way that the husband Mother died at the hands of his father. Yes. And yeah, I will I never forget You just brought me back. You just really brought me back to the episode, too. I mean, not like I've forgotten it, but, I mean, it was so powerful. I mean, you came in and you did your thing, and um, you touched us all. And we, you know, words can't explain how grateful we are to have you as a guest on our show. I mean, you're like a mentor to me, if you don't know. You're like a mentor to me, and I, and I, I, I try my best to try to catch the show. And um, you're a powerful brother, man, and I like that, and we need more like you in our community. And, I, and I'm 100% behind whatever, you, whatever you're doing. I'm 100% behind it. Well, I appreciate you, and I, too, support what you do because the real the real talk is, is that. It is real talk, and I love it because you're not afraid to hit issues. And I love it because, the fact, you know, I, I read a lot of the things that you put out there, and you're going directly yes. at the heart. You know, sometimes you are making people take responsibility. Now, like, think a little bit now, sister. If this is this and this is that, come on now, two plus two equals yes. four. You know, so let's not make it let's not make it rocket sign. There are certain things that we can see the signs on right in front of us, and so I really appreciate that. And Mike, do me a favor, please, uh, please give the listeners the information and the times of your show. I definitely want to do that. This is so prophetic. I thought of you earlier today, and then you called in. Oh yeah, well hey, it's something serious. But anyway, Pastor Thickland, let me give the information. <laughs> yes, you can catch me on Thursday night. On MikeAndTishShow dot com. That's Mike and my K E Tish. I mean A N D Tish T I S H Show S H O W dot com. Every Thursday night at eight thirty to eleven thirty. That's real talk with Mike and Tish. Um, I'm on Shoutcast app, app and TuneIn Radio app. You can catch me on both of those both of those apps. And, you know, it's just like what Pastor Thicklin said, it's real talk. We try to, you know, keep it real and, and talk about issues that are prevalent in our communities and get to the root of it. That's basically what it is. And we respect all callers, and no profanity is allowed on the show. <laughs> I don't think I had to say that, but, you know, we just have to say that. Well, I-
Well, I thank you for yeah. a great job that you're doing, Mike, and continue to do it. We'll be touching bases. There are some things that we're looking to do in October that's going to be absolutely awesome, and I definitely want you to be a part of it. And uh, we'll do these things because of the fact, you know what, I believe this, it'll work if we work it. <laughs> yes, sir. That's a big one. I agree with you 100%. Listen, please. I'm asking you, I'm encouraging you to please reach out to me. I'm going to reach out to you. I want to be a part of whatever you got going. I said this many times. I'm, I'm making myself available. I don't care what it is. I must be available to whatever whatever you have that's going on. I want to be a part of it. I greatly appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling in. And I believe I think you're getting the board slid up because we have another caller, too, that wants to come on. Thanks so much, Mike. Okay, we go ahead. Talk very yes, soon. sir. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, thank you. I'm so grateful there to have uh, uh, that is Mike, Mike Steele. He's with Real Talk with Mike and Tish every Thursday night, 8.30 uh, p.m. on uh, Eastern Time Zone. I hope you got that information now. Tune in. Uh, you won't be disappointed there tonight. We have another caller that's holding, area code uh, 561, but the last few, uh, four numbers ending in 6962. 6962. Good afternoon. Good evening, I should say. You're on the line. Hopefully healing a journey to wholeness. How are you today? I'm great. Good evening, Pastor Thicklin. Um, I've just Good been evening. listening in, and and it's just it's just been so awesome. Well, thank <laughs> I, you. I listen to the. You, you're welcome. I listened to the one um, a couple uh, Mondays ago about you know loss and and healing and everything, and it was just it was, I just listened, but it was just it was it was a very phenomenal show, and you know it, it and um. And it brought a lot of things to light for myself, you know. Um, you know, just as I continue to heal, and um, and I'm just I'm grateful this evening, you know, for the things that God has done in my life and what He continues to do. But um, you know, I'm a part of um, Head Start, and we had a training today, and uh-huh. uh, you know, we have to go through that uh, child abuse and neglect um, every year. That's one of our trainings, and um, what was, and it it really didn't surprise me, but at the top of the percentile, you know, as far as violence was concerned, you know, domestic violence was at the top at 34%. And and so one of my questions that I had to our facilitator, I said, well, how do we come up with solutions to the problem? Of course, we're mandated reporters, but how can we, you know, before we have to, you know, report this, can we, you know, intervene, you know, before it has to get to this point? You know, that's pretty much at the end. Once you report it, that's kind of like the end result. But what can we do, you know, before it gets to that point? So that was my, you know, that was my question to her. And basically all she told me was that, you know, we continue to report it. And, of course, yes, I'm going to do that. But, you know, the violence as a whole is so deep, and it just doesn't, you know, nobody wakes up one day and says, well, I'm going to hurt my child or I'm going to hurt my husband or I'm going to hurt my wife. You know, this is kind of like, you know, everything starts with the mind, you know. So how can, you know, as we continue, can we, you know, how can we become those healthy and, you know, nurturing loved ones like we're supposed to. I yeah. would be very interested um, to know what answer. Well, you said the answer she gave you was just to continue to, 
you know, to report. And, uh, and that's not a criticism, yeah. but, but this is what happens. And it kind of goes to the statement I made earlier uh, when I mm-hmm. talked about the fact of uh, even domestic violence is looked at from a criminal standpoint. Okay, the criminalization of it is one side of it. Mm-hmm. But there's so many different facets of it. Uh, there's so many facets of it that goes beyond that, and it makes it very complex. It makes it complex for a person to all of a sudden now have to report a family member or whatever uh, for these issues because in many cases they don't want to see that person go to jail. But let's go back to your question. What can we do? Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I would say is this. Just like you and every person that works with children and works in these type of settings are mandated. Uh, uh, part of the child abuse and neglect training is part of the uh, required training is what we call it. It's required training that mm-hmm. you have to have. Well, one of the things that I know this many years ago, I did some work uh, with Head Start, with a few of the centers, and that, that tied us many years ago. I think when Dr. Carmen Nicholas was over it. And I remember one of the things that they mm-hmm. did that was so powerful is that I actually contracted with them, and I actually did trainings for the parents because we know that the parents have to attend so many uh, workshops, so many things they have to attend. And right. this was that year that they were – they were required to attend. We did a few trainings. One was entitled the, Inter- the Intergenerational Impact of Domestic Violence on Children. Well, mm-hmm. it opened up eyes. Why? Because now, you know, without identifying any particular person, we addressed the issue of domestic violence. We talked about how it looked. We talked about how it looked in children all the way from infancy all the way to teenagers. In other words, it didn't always look the same. And so in many cases, when you start talking about reporting domestic violence or reporting abuse on a child, what we end up discovering that oftentimes, even if it was the mother who was perpetrating the abuse, oftentimes the child was mm-hmm. a secondary victim, meaning the mother mm-hmm. the mother herself was being abused. And in right. her reaction, she ends up abusing the child in her frustration, mm-hmm. in her being overwhelmed, inside of all of those things, this is what happened. So one of the things that is critical you know, whether we're talking about it, I don't know how far you guys went inside of your training, uh, but 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 one of the things that is critical is knowing those signs, knowing those signs ahead of time, making these type workshops also available. I almost want to call it, if we could make it mandatory even for the parents to go through. It's kind of like when you start a job and they have everyone, you have to go through these trainings, these in-service, you know, this is part of what you do. Here's a package of trainings that you have to do within X amount of months of being hired. That has to be also mm-hmm. offered to the parents as well. For one reason, it raises the awareness. And when people oftentimes can see themselves, when they can mm-hmm. see themselves inside of a situation, it changes the complexity of what they do. They think twice before they do it, and that's so important. Mm-hmm. Erico 323 Erico 323 and we have, a, we have a list of callers that are on the line, and I'm so glad that you're holding for it. Continue to hold for us here. Uh, we'll be right with you. Caller uh, number ending in 1590, please hold on. We'll get right to you there. And if you'd like to call in tonight, and maybe you're listening by way of the Internet right now at www.soulofamericaradio.com, Come uh, and perhaps you would like to get in on uh, the call and be a guest or have a comment or question. Simply dial area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight and hit the number one on your keypad. That'll let our engineer know that you desire to uh, speak, have a comment, uh, and they will get you on. 
or if you don't want to be on the air but you have a question or comment, you can email us at jficklin, T-H-I-C-K-L-I-N, at soulofamericaradio.com. Uh, we have our guest on the line, the guest caller on the line. Uh, you, you, I know you have the one question. That, did you have another question for us as well? Um, no, that was that was pretty much it as far as that particular question. I was just um, but also, there is one more comment that I um, sure. your your word it, your name has been spread within my center, so they would love for you to come out and do a training, just so you know in the near future. <laughs> Well, I would love to, and I would definitely like to have the opportunity to speak to you, uh, you know, off the air tomorrow or what time or whatever, because mm-hmm. I would love to have an opportunity to do so because of the fact I think it's crucial. We're talking about our children. We're talking about our future. We're talking about children that are impressionable. And when there are things that happen to children very early on in their lives, it can impact them the rest of their lives. So it's about it is really about the children. It is about protecting them. It is about being there for them in every way that we can. And that's why I'm glad to have people like yourself, people that are passionate, people that are compassionate, people that understand and gets it and understand that that's not just a job for you. Every day of your life, what drives you to that place is your desire to make a difference, and that's what you do. You make that type of difference. And so I'm, I, I applaud you, and I'm so grateful. Can I say this? I personally can rest well and better knowing that we have persons such as yourself and those that are calling in, those that are passionate about this issue. I am better, and I I have a sigh of relief knowing that there are people like yourself that are strategically assigned in places. So I look forward to having the opportunity to speak with you very soon. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so very much. Continue to listen for us. Keep holding. We're right here. You're listening to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. This is your host, J.R. Thicklin. And right after the break, we'll get that caller on the line. Thank you so very much for listening to us. Uh, We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Open Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with J.R. Thicklin returns after this. Want to get in on the conversation? Call J at 323-784-9638. Radio and its staff and family encourage you to please let someone know if you're going through a domestic violence situation. If you know someone that's going through a domestic violence situation, please don't stand by and let it just happen. We simply cannot afford to tolerate this any longer. Call 800-799-7233, the National 
Domestic Violence Hotline, 800-799-7233. It is your business. J.R. Thicklin at his Facebook group, which is Domestic Violence. It is your business. Check him out. Above life. Above your circumstances. You can soar. The one and only store. Give us a call at 323-784-9638. And now, here's your host, J.R. Thicklin. tonight. We've had some great callers who have called in, and we continue to look forward to it. So those of you that are listening tonight uh, by way of the Internet, uh, remember, if you'd like to reach us, uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show or like to uh, tune in live uh, by phone, you can call us at area code 323-784-9638. That's area code 323-784-9638. That is one way to reach us here tonight. And, of course, if you'd like to have something to say or comment or question, you simply just uh, hit the number one on your keypad and it will um, definitely give you the opportunity uh, to be on the airway. As a matter of fact, what will happen there is that it will let our engineer know that you want to be on the air, and we'll get you on the airway tonight. And we're so grateful. We have quite a few callers that are out there that are listening on, and and, uh, and this is what this is about. This is about making a difference. This is about making the connection. Uh, uh, you know, this is about making a difference. And when we make a difference, this difference can only be measured through the lives of those that have been impacted. And that's where it's measured. It's not measured necessarily by the ratings of our show. It's not measured by uh, those things. It's measured by the fact of what happens. You know, when, once we're off the air, you know, is anyone motivated to make a difference? Is anyone empowered? Is anyone, you know, strengthened? Is anyone another step closer to their healing, to becoming whole again? And that's really what it's all about. Uh, this is not a popularity show. This is not for that reason. And though we're very grateful for uh, the number of listeners that we have, and uh, it's um, uh, it's something that we look forward to. I'm hoping that you all can hear me. I'm being told that uh, we're somewhat breaking up, and uh, hopefully we uh, can straighten that issue out uh, in just a little bit there. But we'd like to have you on. So glad to have you. Uh, we have a caller that's been holding on, and I'm so very glad for this caller here. Uh, this caller here happened to be a friend, a colleague of mine who is doing tremendous work uh, in the area of domestic violence and uh, tremendous work along the issue of not only research inside of domestic violence, inside of so many facets. I talked to you earlier about the fact that uh, 
that so many times we look at the criminalization of domestic violence and don't understand there are so many other facets of domestic violence. And I'm so very glad to have my friend, my colleague. We work together on a few national projects, none other than Dr. Yvette Kanarek. Welcome tonight, Dr. Kanarek, to Open Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. Thank you, Pastor Stickland. You're doing such a tremendous job. I've been listening in. I've been listening to the comments that um, are being made and the difference that you're making in the lives of of people. Um, I just want to comment and add something on what you said earlier on about intergenerational transmission of of, of violence. And, um, you know, we know that children see violence and they learn violence, but there is something else that is far more dangerous A child is developing, and that child's brain is developing at the same time. And what the research has shown is that violence changes the brain chemistry and the brain physiology. So the response to violence is not just what the child is experiencing, but what is happening in the child's brains. And then the child takes that into school and and into other areas. And the bad thing about this is that that kind of change in the brains can be passed on genetically in subsequent generations. So the seriousness of domestic violence, we need to begin to look at it from a different perspective to know that this is impacting our lives in the long run. And that's what I want to add and you are doing such a tremendous job with this program. Well, I thank you. But, Dr. Kinnick, I, I want you, you hit something there that, that was very dear because you said something that, that, that really takes a whole other angle, and you talk about the fact of how much uh, the, the function of the brain, the, even the chemistry of the brain, is impacted and altered as a result of a child uh, not only witnessing and being experiencing violence, and we often talk about you know this impact on them. And what we do know, and there's been so much work that's been done and research over the last few years as it talks about brain development and the impact of domestic violence. And I want to go back to a little part even before that because in the day and time where we're looking at things such as healthy birth and safe starts and, uh, uh, you know, uh, healthy birth and safe start. And, and uh, you know, how do children get off to a good start? We have to start looking at even preconception or even conception. You know, we think about domestic violence. For many women, many of them testify that the first time they were ever, ever abused as uh, in their relationship was when they became pregnant. Now, there's a number of reasons why that is. Oftentimes, uh, the abuser, oftentimes, uh, look at that individual, they become intimidated, they become intimidated because of the fact uh, that person's paying more attention to their body, and rightfully so. Uh, they're going through hormonal changes. They themselves become jealous of the less of uh, attention uh, uh, that they're getting. And as a result, abuse is committed. We understand that nearly 28% of all fetal abnormalities is directly related to domestic violence that is suffered uh, during a pregnancy. So having said all that, and this is something that I think is so incredibly important, is this, that so often, uh, you know, we start looking at children with behavior problems, and we start looking at them with behavior problems as they get older, not knowing that in many cases if these children uh, 
mother have uh, even suffered domestic violence during the time she was carrying them. A lot of this is the result of that, and we have not looked deep enough inside of it, understanding that domestic violence is everyone's business. It has nothing to do. I mean, a lot of people say, well, the baby didn't see it. Nonsense. The baby witnesses it. They see it. They hear it. They feel it. And it alters things, and it definitely becomes a very big challenge to them learning. They're learning. Uh, it contributes to learning disability and those type of things. And so I say to you, as a you know, as a as a as a researcher, as a as a person with a PhD on two on two or three different levels here inside of this, what message would you say to even women of childbearing age? about the importance of understanding the health of their relationships. You know, um, Pastor Chicklin, most people in abusive relationships are not even aware that they are being abused. Absolutely. They know that something is wrong. They know that they're being beaten. They know they're being mentally um, and verbally abused, but they do not perceive it as abuse. Because abuse is not portrayed as an illness. It's, it's not portrayed as something that is abnormal. It's not portrayed as a mental illness. It's not portrayed as a physical illness. So people are in abusive relationships, and they think that they're just going through conflict. And they think that it's about conflict resolution. They don't understand the dynamics of control. They don't understand... The, the dynamics of fear, of um, trauma, of hypervigilance hyper that's going on inside of them. So I, I really believe, as you said earlier on, that not just providers should have training, but I feel it should be incorporated in the school system so people understand the dynamics of abuse because it is very widespread. And the industrial cost to the society and to the economy is so high that we cannot ignore it. We really need to address abuse. You know, and you bring up another very interesting point, and I, and I think I ought to point out to uh, the callers that are listening right now, you know, you and I have had the opportunity and we continue to work on some national projects together inside of addressing domestic violence, and particularly when we talk about in communities of color and that. And we understand that oftentimes in the mainstream, a lot of these conversations are not held. And what we're trying to get our community and people to understand is that this is a deep-seated problem. And yet there are a lot of cultural issues that also contribute to it. But as you just so so greatly stated, that the fact that matter is this, is that in many cases we only see the whole conflict side of domestic violence, and yet still we don't understand the dynamics of it. We don't understand how far-reaching it is, even into our psyche, about the way we perceive ourselves, how we perceive normalcy, how we perceive what is healthy or unhealthy. And because those conversations are not held, oftentimes here's the mask. The mask is that if I appear to be healthy, if I appear to be affluent, if I appear to be above water, then I'm okay. But the reality is, is the fact that 
I am actually dealing with a lot of issues because of what I've experienced inside of abusive relationship, even if it's my abusive upbringing. I came up in an abusive home, and I've never dealt with those situations. So it is our children today, when you start saying, and you echo what I said, is that I believe that it has to be something that is offered. I mean, we've got to, we definitely got to incorporate it into our school curriculum. But, you know, we look at who are the opposition, who are the people who oppose that. Perhaps those that are comfortable in in having what I call their heads in their sand. Their heads are in the sand because of the fact when they look at domestic violence, they still in their own self see it as some type of low-class occurrence. They still see domestic violence fitting only a, a certain brand of people, so to speak. And as a result of it, they oppose it because they don't think it's a good investment of dollars. But you and I recognize and, and realize that this, this is an issue that goes so far beyond just the criminalization. Domestic violence, uh, uh, domestic violence uh, definitely crosses every social, economic, and ethnic line. But we see domestic violence uh, play a great part inside of so many things. Uh, as a matter of fact, we see domestic violence, and this is a phrase that was actually coined by uh, the former state attorney here in uh, Palm Beach County, and he would say it this way, Mr. Krischer, he said domestic violence was the single greatest vehicle that fueled our criminal justice system. So let's look at the fact of domestic violence and how many people that we find that are in the jail and prison who have come from abusive homes. Let's look at 80%, according to the American Psychological Association, 80% of the men that are in prison are there, big, uh, are there grew up in abusive homes. Let's look at the fact of the Department of Juvenile Justice that says to us that young people, uh, the delinquents there between the ages of 16 and 20, 25 years old, that almost 62% of those individuals are in there for either killing or attempting to kill their mother's perpetrator. So when we begin to look at this and we see that domestic violence goes beyond just a conflict, goes beyond just immediate situation, we understand how it impacts an individual as far as health-wise, educational-wise, economical-wise, the ability to get a job-wise, uh, uh, drug addiction, early involvement in pornography. So many things play a great part there, and I think we have to continue to raise that alarm that it needs to be something that is incorporated in our curriculum. Uh, it, uh, I think we we should do a greater we should do more to continue to promote this, and I know that you and I and and so, several of our other colleagues are trying to do all that they can do, and uh, and uh, we have to continue to, to promote this and continue to uh, push forward inside of it. Area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. Area code three two three seven eight four nine six three eight. You listen to Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. This is your host J.R. Thickland, and I'm so glad that you're joining us. We're right at the top of the hour, and we're going to take the time inside of this here, and uh, we're going to take a break. And if you desire to be in, if you'd like to get in and be a guest, you have a question and a comment, simply hit the number one on your keypad, and that'll let our producer know that you want to get on. We acknowledge you and get you on the line. Now, hold on. We'll come back. We have Dr. Yvette Kinnerich. She uh, stopped in as a guest. We'd like to get her on uh, right after uh, the break. And if you'd like to get on, simply hit the number one on your keypad, and we'll get you right on the air. You listen to Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. I'm your host, J.R. Thickland, and I'll see you right on the other side of the break.
COVID healing, our journey to wholeness, right here on the one and only Soul of America Radio. We'll be right back. New programming coming up on the Soul of America Radio. Go to soulofamericaradio.com for more information. Uh, uh, great uh, individuals that continue to look into this area um, 
and address this situation. So I want to get Dr. Canaric back on the line here just a second, uh, a couple more comments, and then we have another caller that's going to be coming on the airway. And uh, we're going to talk about a different facet of, uh, you know, one of the ways that we deal with um, issues is that we, we, we heal. And how many know that music brings healing? Music brings healing to us. That's the reason why we listen to a certain song. It can change the whole dynamic of our uh, and our state of mind. And in a little bit, we're going to have a, uh, a guest on. They're going to be talking about an exciting artist that is out there, exciting artist uh, that is uh, actually just have a new release CD called Without You. And I'm going to have our caller and a friend that's going to come on and is going to talk about that in just a couple of minutes there. But I have Dr. Kanarik on the line. Uh, Dr. Kanarik, I, I wanted you to hold on for a few minutes because of the fact, you know, uh, I knew that you had a little bit more that you wanted to share along those lines. But what I want to say to uh, those of you that are listening, and mark your calendar because next Monday we're looking forward to having Dr. Kanarik on as a scheduled guest, and uh, we're going to address uh, more of the issue about the, uh, if you would, this intergenerational impact of domestic violence on children, but also talking from a standpoint of trying to understand why we continue to see domestic violence manifest in so many different ways in so many different places. Uh, so, Dr. Kaderick, thank you for being with us. Continue. Pastor Jaya, just before we, we went from the break, you were talking about how many people are in prison the fact that um, domestic violence cuts across culture, um, socioeconomic classes, and we talked about the fact that it is so pervasive. And one of the things that crossed my mind is that we do not have a separate identification for domestic violence or domestic abuse in the DSM-4 when we assess patients who come in with, with issues. But we have found that at least 35% of the people who perpetuate violence or who accept abuse have some kind of mental disorder. They may have a personality disorder. They may have a substance abuse disorder. They may have a series of other disorders which are not addressed. But what I want to say is that we have sufficient information to develop a profile of an abuser and a victim so that you can evaluate them and take it from a position of mental illness so that we can apply healing to these people rather than just have them just going about without the tools and the support they need to be healed and to overcome abuse. And that's what I want to add to this discussion at this time. Well, that, this is so important, and it's so awesome and uh, to understand this. And, and here it is once again. We're talking about domestic violence from a broader perspective right now. We're not just talking about, once again, the criminalization of it. We're talking about the functionality of it. We're talking about the impact of it. We're talking about how far it reaches and how it plays a, a part inside of the even the human behavior. Uh, and that's so important. This, excuse me. So next week. We're looking forward to being able to uh, uh, dive a little further inside of this, and uh, and for those that may be listening, that may not necessarily be uh, you know uh, into social work necessarily, and who may not understand. You mentioned uh, uh, the DSM four and type thing. Next week we'll get a chance to explain that a little bit more. Uh, next week we'll get a chance to uh, 
you know, talk about uh, that and why this is so important. And that is one of the reasons that so many times that we have people, uh, you know, uh, you know, we have people that are involved in dealing with people inside of domestic violence but may not properly know how to even uh, evaluate them or access them because of so many things that are not necessarily in the toolbox, you understand? And so that's one of the things that we want to be able to say. And specifically, as we talk tonight, many people of color, you know, where, you know, we generally hear about domestic violence and what we think about. We think about Pookie then, you know, Pookie then cut or Pookie then, you know, jumped on, uh, you know, Brianna, you know. But but it, it's beyond that. We we have to talk about the behavior because sometimes we're dealing with generations and generations of this type of behavior that has gone on for so long and has gone unaddressed, has gone untapped, and to the point that it's been normalized in their in their family. It's normalized. So we have several issues to look at. We have the issue of, uh, if you would, we have some cultural issues with domestic violence, but we also have some structural issues with domestic violence, and we're looking so forward to have an opportunity to address that uh, with you on on uh, next week uh, as you'll be our guest on the show. And I want all of you that are listening, uh, please mark your calendar, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. We'll be, uh, uh, you know, um, um, we'll definitely be advertising it on Facebook and other social media about this upcoming show. Uh, so uh, it is just absolutely exciting, absolutely exciting uh, to be able to address this because it is so needed. And those of you that are listening tonight, you must understand that this is wealth of information and wealth of knowledge that can make a, a difference in the life um, uh, of so many that are here. That's why we're here. We're here to make a difference. We're here uh, to empower uh, to empower uh, individuals that are listening, we want people to be able to go through the healing, and hopefully this show is part of that journey to heal, healing. And we want you to go from being the victim to the victor. We want you to go from the victim to being that survivor, from being that survivor to that thriver, from that thriver to being that advocate, and from that advocate to being that individual uh you know that's going to continue to let your voice be heard because we know um, that the violence. The silence only perpetuates the violence, and that's what we are trying to end right now. Air code 323-784-9638. Air code 323-784-9638. Thank you so very much, Dr. Kinneric, for being with us on today. We have a caller that I want to bring on now because of the fact of the matter that this particular caller here, um, very interesting, have the uh, privilege of, uh, of not only uh, having a production company and, and working with different artists in so many ways, um, um, and I'm so uh, I'm just so uh, honored to uh, bring this person on because she has an artist here that uh, has a CD release that's getting ready to come on right away. <coughs> uh, and so uh, the thing about it, I want you to understand is that I continue to talk about healing comes in so many forms. Uh, healing comes in the form of music. Healing comes in the form of relaxation. Healing comes in the form of of just a number of things. So healing comes in so many things. And I want to bring on tonight uh, on our show, and I want you to welcome to Hope and Healing, none other than Miss Tammy Turner uh, with A&R with Audio State 55 Entertainment. They're in the great uh, uh, city of Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, welcome tonight. Thank you for being with us on Hope and Healing. Hello, Pastor Thicklin. How are you today? 
I am great. I'm just excited to have you on the show with us, and I'm excited because the fact you know music is music has always been a part of us as a people, and music is definitely part of my background, part of my family background, and I understand uh, you know how deeply. Uh, you know, music plays a part in everything. It plays a part in our memories. It plays a part in our upbringing. It plays a part in our worship. It plays a part in our healing. How many of us have a song that we run to that lifts up our spirit? How many How many of us find ourselves looking, you know, for that song that, that just really ministers to us and stuff? And so I, I want you tonight uh, to, you know, kind of take it away. Tell us about your artist here who has a release, a new CD release that is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, August 13th, and it's coming out nationwide. And there, and this artist's name, uh, uh, well, I'm going to tell the name of the CD, and you can introduce the artist, and you can tell us where to pick up their copy uh, all over the country of this. The CD is entitled Without You. My goodness, that's just powerful all by itself. We can we can wrap up, we can close up right there. I I just wish I had a copy of it. I, I would use it as my exit music tonight and everything. But tell us a little bit about this artist and the new release that's coming out. Yes, this artist's name is Danita Gibbs. She's an amazingly anointed artist. Um, her her music, her lyrics. Um, I mean, you can just feel the presence of the Lord in every song that she sings. Um, she ministers to those who are lost and those who, who sometimes just simply um, need to be reminded of who God is. Um, she's, a, a, again, an amazing artist. She's signed on the Audio State 55 label, label which I work for. Um, and her, her CD, this is her second CD, actually, but her very first CD to be released nationwide. Um, and you know, wow. and we're so excited about what's happening with this project. I, I mean, and, and and let me say this: she is one of those who is very deserving of the blessings of God. I mean, she has been wow. faithful for years into the ministry. You know, just singing. You know, churches all over the nation. Um, and you know, we're just blessed that God has given her this opportunity to be able to minister. You know, through this recording and just be able to touch lives all over the world. We're praying. And um, and and again, it is it is released nationwide. It's going to be available tomorrow in all your WalMarts, your Best Buys, your Family Christian bookstores, your Lifeway Christian bookstores, and and we just pray that you'll go out there and you'll pick up a copy. And again, her name is Danita Gibbs, and the name of that CD is called Without You. Now this is powerful. Now, like I said, I love the title. I I, I could stop right there with the title alone, Without You, and it it, it mm-hmm. talks about. See, when I hear that, I I, I think about. Our dependence, our dependence on God, our dependence, and that without him, we would not make it. Without him, I would not find strength. Without him, I would not find my way. Without him, I would not be able to be victorious. Without him, I would fail. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the lyrics of the song says, I can't breathe without you. I can't live without you. So, you know, that's just a testimony of just what God is to us. I mean, we can't exist without him, and that's exactly what the lyrics say. And you'll find that it will just simply minister to you, um, and and it will remind you who he is in your life and how important he is to the very existence that you have. Well, I'm excited about it because I think this is powerful, and I'm glad to be able to announce that here on Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness. And I'm going to look at you to get me the link to it. I know that you've sent this to me. Uh, If they can find it on Facebook, tell them where they can find it. I'm going to make sure that we have this link to our uh, several Facebook pages, uh, not only to our Jay Thicklin one, but we'll have it linked even to our uh, 
Destiny by Choice Fellowship page. We'll have it linked to our Domestic Violence It Is Your Business page, and we'll make sure that it's there so that people know about it. And with uh, with the proper negotiation, we'll talk about it, and perhaps, and I'll get with uh, uh, the, the president of, of uh, Solo America Radio, and perhaps if we can get it to him in time, what we'll do is that perhaps we can use this as part of a our intro or our, ec- or our outro for the uh, um you know, uh, for uh, the radio program here, uh, find a way to incorporate it in inside of our programming because, of the fact, I believe that this is not only a powerful city, but I believe, and this is part of the vision that I have, that healing comes in so many ways and that if a song can minister to you, it can be the difference between a cloudy day and a, and, and a sunshiny day. It could be the difference between victorious or defeat. And I and I think that when we look and we find strength inside of even the music, you know, the Bible the Bible speaks much about music. You understand? Uh, and when we talk about music, we talk about a heart being made glad. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all year. And I can recall. Uh, I could recall Tammy actually uh, preaching a message here a few months ago, and it was called "Change That Tune." Mm-hmm. And uh, it was called "Change That Tune," and uh, and we played off the old game show that was called "Name That Tune." But we was <laughs> talking about inside of this here, we changed that tune because the Bible talks about in Psalms it talks about a poor man cried unto the Lord, and the Lord heard his cry, and it delivered him out of all of his trouble. He brought him up out of the miry clay in the hollow pit, and it said he established his feet upon a rock. And then the next part of that verse says, and he put a new song in his heart. Put a new song in his mouth. And mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, when we go through things sometime, glory to God, mm-hmm. when we go through things sometime, God will give us a new song. Yes, when we have will. gone through some things, God gives us a new song. When we when mm-hmm. we suffered some things, God will give us a new song if we let him. When we've been rejected, when we've been denied, when we've been abused, yes. when we've been abandoned, God will give us a new song. And I'm well, telling you, yes, that's what excites me. And so, you know, and that's a new song, you know, uh, Danita has come out with Without You. It's kind of like at the conclusion of the matter. <laughs> at the conclusion <laughs> of the right. matter. You know, there was one artist that said, I searched all over and I couldn't find nobody. But at the conclusion that's of right. the matter, out of all that, I now know that without him, <laughs> I can't breathe without him. I can't live without him. Oh, man, listen, I'm getting excited here. I'm getting excited, and I want you to get excited that are listening to it today. And I want to just reemphasize, and Tammy, please reemphasize that for us. This is Danita Gibbs, that D-E-N-I-T-A Gibbs, her new release album all over the country, her new release CD, Without You, tomorrow, August 13th. Pick up a copy. Go to your local Walmart. If you like anywhere, uh, like I am here in Palm Beach County, there's a Walmart almost every corner, seemingly. So pick up at your local Walmart, your Best Buy, uh, your family Christian stores, uh, your Lifeway Christian stores. It's going to bless you, folks. Look for her. Yes. Danita Gibbs, without you. And once again, you know, this this is something I'm excited about. I want us to push it. I want you to yes, go out and, and if, get it. if you're up, if- if you're on Facebook or Twitter, please let us know that you've picked up a copy. I mean, we want we want to be able to, and even, you know, even to the point to where if you order it from Audio State uh, 55 directly, you know, she'll sign it and send it to you. I mean, it, it will bless you. It's an amazingly awesome CD. I mean, and you can also get it on iTunes. So if you need to have it on your phone like I do, you can have it on your phone, too, by just downloading it right on um, iTunes. Man, see, that excites me. 
That excites me, and I thank you so much for sharing that with us, and I want the radio audience uh, to to, uh, definitely tune into that. And and, and please know that you can always go back and listen to this radio broadcast. Every one of our broadcasts are archived as well. You can download this, actually, these broadcasts right there to your phone uh, as well. So they're there. Uh, These broadcasts, you always go back. So if you hang up and you didn't write it down, what our name was or where to get it from, you can always go back and listen to the show because it's there, and I want you to go, and I want you to support it. I want you to go out because I believe that it's going to minister to you. I believe it yeah. is, and I believe when it ministers to you, it's going to put you in a place, a mind. You will find strength in it. You'll find joy in it. You'll find hope and healing in it because, you know, so many times, even as we talk about domestic violence, so many times, you know what happened is that we we try everything. We try everything. We try to make sense of our own lives. We try to make sense of what we're going through. We try to do everything that we think is right. We try to. So many times the victim goes and they try to just please the batterer more and more. They they keep trying because they keep blaming themselves for what has happened. So you know what they do? They they continue. They continue. They continue. They continue. They continue. Look, because they uh, because they want to. They want they want to do right. They want to make a difference. They want to do the right thing. And because they want to do the right thing, they search, they try everything. But when it's all over with, they finally realize that without God, without him, there's nothing they could do. And so I'm excited. I'm excited. And so once again, tomorrow, tomorrow, August 13th. Tomorrow. That's 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 right. right. The new CD release, Danita Gives, Without You. Go to your local Walmart Best Buy Family Christmas Store Lifeway Press uh, Audio Fifty Five. Correct, uh, uh, you know, connect with them directly. Just go out and get it, and not only get one for yourself, get one for someone else. Seed it into somebody else's life. Let it be a blessing to them. Thank you so very much. Anything else you'd like to leave with them tonight, Tammy? No, that's all. You said enough, and I just appreciate you for allowing us to come on and speak about Danita, and we're looking forward to all of you getting a copy of it. Well, absolutely. I ditto that. Uh, I am J.R. Thicklin. I approve that message, <laughs> but I want you to go out and get it uh, tonight. It's going to be so very important there. And uh, tonight, I thank you, each and every one of you that have been my guests on tonight. Every one of you that have come uh, to uh, be with us tonight, thank you so much for listening tonight. Uh, you made my return very pleasant tonight. I uh, haven't been away uh, in the loss of my mother, and uh, it's just great to be able to return to the uh, to the uh, ears and to the love and the support of so many of you tonight. Uh, we've had a full board the entire night, and uh, that's just those that are listening on the phone, uh, not even account those that are listening by way of Internet. And uh, I want you just continue to look up know that you make a difference, and continue to make a difference. Tell somebody, mark it on your calendar every Monday night, Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness. Uh, this is where you can reach us here on the Soul of America radio station. This is J.R. Thickland, and I want to tell you that I'm so grateful for you being there. Listen, if you have a question or comment, feel free to just email us at jthickland at soulofamericaradio.com. That's it, jthickland at soulofamericaradio.com. You can do that. Check out our Facebook page at Domestic Violence. It is your business. Join or our Destiny by Choice to Fellowship page. That's another page you can reach us at. I'm so glad that you're there. I'm so glad that you're listening. You make a difference. And if you know someone right now, perhaps they're in trouble, the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 1-800-799-SAFE, 
1-800-799-7233. And until next week, this is J.R. Ficklin, and I'm so very glad that you've joined us here on the Soul of America Radio. And until that time, I ask that you be safe, take it easy, embrace someone, listen, break the silence, no more violence. God bless you. Until next week.
This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.